Listen, this might not be the best podcast you've ever heard, but we think if you give it a listen, you might have an okay time. There's a bug in there. listening to okay time and guess what it's episode 10 which is really number 12 but who's counting because we are but (laughs) i think that you should know and appreciate that we're at 12 today we're talking about kendrick lamar's album damn period and period and gouge burnt sugar burnt b-u-r-n-t ooh sugar and it's uh something that we want to talk about with you here so please give us a listen let's go I'm going to blow my nose. Don't. Was that really loud? I'll put that in there. No, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't offending your ears. No, it wasn't. Just don't do it again. All right. And now you can put that back in your shirt pocket. It goes in my back pant pocket. (laughs) Somebody at work the other day was like, oh my God, do you use an actual handkerchief to blow your nose? I was like, yeah. I do. Then what did they say? Um, they just laughed and said, cool, 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 cool. No one said, dude, you're getting nose goo all over my office chair. <laughs> no, because um, Pauly Shore wasn't there. No, that was my Delaware accent. Oh, what? what? Do it again. Dude, you just got nose goo all over the chair. <laughs> it sounds more like San Diego than Delaware. No, it doesn't. Uh huh. Oh. Well, when you isolate a word, you're doing a little bit better. Damn it. Sarah told me it was Baltimore. Yeah, you are. Although I bet Baltimoreans would take issue with that. Yeah, they'd go, shit. Fuck off. Yeah, I don't know if I believe all the LaCroix rumors. I don't know either, but I'm concerned. Uh, Megan and I were at the grocery store and we were debating whether or not to buy it. And I decided I was going to buy it, but then do some research. And like real research, not the kind you do. (laughs) You mean you Wikipedia it in the daytime outside? Exactly. I heard it was just some fake ass like smear campaign by Buble, the other drink. Buble? Yeah, Coca-Cola makes, or like Pepsi, one of them makes a drink called Buble. It's like their attempt to come at LaCroix. That is a horrible name. Yeah, it reminds you of Michael Buble. What's that? He's like that holiday Frank Sinatra-ish type singer. He sings like Christmas songs and everyone's like, oh yeah, that song. Oh. You know, that guy. Mm -mm. Well, I believe LaCroix. In fact, I tweeted out that I believe them. And it was like the only thing that ever tasted like... uh, Insect insecticide to me was the pear flavor, but that's just me. I don't care for pear. <laughs> did, did they respond? <laughs> no, but they, they liked the tweet. Nice. But I don't think that they're going to comment on it. Is that our official, is that the podcast official stance that we believe them? I personally believe LaCroix. What did they say? I didn't see their statement. Well, they, I was looking on their Twitter to see if, if they had an official statement and it wasn't until I looked at all the replies that they had to people, uh-huh. but it was a can it was the canned response, the same response they were giving to everybody. It was like uh, canned. Yeah. Oh damn. I didn't even think about that. It was basically like we vigorously and aggressively, uh, 
say that these rumors are untrue and here's why, blah, 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 blah. But it was the same thing to everybody who inquired about it. So to mine, the fact that they just liked it tells me that they appreciate my support, even though I said that pear tastes like an <laughs> insecticide. <laughs> they got it. They like funny things, uh, jokes, funny jokes, comedy jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how about you? What do you think? Well, I don't, I didn't do the research yet, but I'm glad to hear that uh, you're still drinking it because I'm drinking one right now, Cran Raspberry. Well, to be fair, this I'm drinking a sparkling Kirkland water from Costco right now. Oh. Well, it's only because we went to Costco here uh, by Christiana Mall, and in, in, uh, I guess that's Christi- Christiana, Delaware. I don't know. Christiana. Christiana, whatever you say. And then they don't have LaCroix that costco anymore and it's probably because kirkland has a like a 32 pack legit 32 pack of different lemon lime and what we would call pomplemousse for eight dollars so it's hard not to get that 32 for eight dollars yeah and it's hard not to get that and it's good but i still am brand loyal to Lacroix. heard yeah i heard that Heard that. So let it be known that OK Time still supports LaCroix. And be honest with yourself. If you say that you have never tasted a little bit of insecticide, you're fucking lying. <laughs> oh, and we'll see you at Yaller this week. We're all going to Yaller. By the time this comes out, we will have already seen Yaller. So let me just say, I loved it. <laughs> it was a good, really good show, wasn't it? Yeah, I got tired about 10 little, o'clock. Yeah, it was a little hot. We got a little tired, but so worth it. Worth staying up late. Heard that. Cool. Let's talk about stuff. Uh, so we started this week um, just now to decide to do a 10-minute timer for each of our reviews. Is that correct, Steve? Uh, all in favor. <clears throat> we saw that last week a show of hands works well for podcasting. <laughs> okay. So... Yep. Hands All up. All in favor? Yep. Hands up. And the eyes have it. 10 minutes it is. Well, I'll start it after I introduce Kendrick Lamar's damn because I went first last week. You'll start the timer? Yeah, after I'm done talking. Okay. I'll say, take it. I'll say, take it away. So I asked you to listen to Kendrick Lamar's album, Damn, all caps, period, which is how you say it, how most people say it, um, which is the first foray for a okay time into the realm of hip hop. Um, I really enjoyed the story that that album tells and, and Kendrick Lamar is known for his lyrics, which I would say uh, did not disappoint. Uh, I've never seen Kendrick Lamar live. I don't see a lot of hip hop live, but um, I, w- I would be open to it. Uh, but I've listened to that album a few times in the car, a few times at home. It was an enjoyable experience for me. I thought maybe you would Uh, get a kick out of something new, something a little different than the last few records we've been sharing. So tell me what you think. And your time starts now. I'll just run out the clock like they do on um, in Senate hearings. Right. Well, as you know, I am a hater. I was born that way. I didn't choose this life. (laughs) (laughs) And so... I didn't know anything about this. I knew that people really liked it and there was a lot of uh, hype around it when it came out. So I hated it uh, without hearing it. I was just like, "Mm, that's not for me. I had a picture 
in my head of what it probably sounded like. And I noticed that walking around hearing um, rap music come from cars, like new newfangled rap music doesn't, a lot of it doesn't make sense to me. I'm a, a 90s uh, rap fan, 2000s too, I guess. But there's a lot of, I don't even know how to describe it. There's like a lot of auto-tune. There's a lot of monotone lyrics. There's like kind of this like quasi rap sing thing, but like from people that can't sing, it's confusing to me. And that's what I thought this was going to be. Um, that's out there for sure. Right. And I couldn't even, I have no frame of reference. Like I couldn't tell you who I'm even talking about. Cause it's like, you know, snippets of things that I'm hearing from cars where I'm like, what was that a song? I'm not even sure. Um, but immediately like first track, I realized how, um, how wrong I was about the assumptions I had made and became quickly like excited about how wrong I was. Like it just felt, um, it was so unexpected for me. I, I didn't, um, right away, like the, the way that the songs are kind of stitched together, like a collage and there, there's a lot happening in these songs. Um, I mean, I think, I think that's, that's not the norm, right? So a lot of, um, rap music is for better or worse, like, you know, there's clear parts and there tends to be verses and then a chorus and then a verse and a chorus. this is much more, it almost feels like a mixtape. Maybe that's, that was intentional. I, I suspect I don't even know a lot about mixtapes, but just the fact that it was just like, um, it felt like a lot of different, like different samples would make up different parts of songs. And the end of a song might be totally different from the beginning of a song, like, um, which I found exciting. And I noticed it's like the first, I mean, the intro is pretty jarring, right? That like, um, there's some samples and then there's some kind of, uh, spoken word type stuff. And then a gunshot, which actually made Isabel jump and she doesn't usually react to recorded music. So I was surprised, but it's, it is, uh, alarming. Um, but the first track felt, um, just exciting in that it was super high energy. There's like a break in the middle of it, which I didn't know the first few listens, but I, later found out that the sample in the middle is, uh, Geraldo Rivera, um, like talking some trash about, uh, how damaging rap music has been to, uh, black youth. And then the song comes back and it's like a completely different song at the end. There's like, um, that really hyphy, uh, give me some ganja, um, vocal line. That's like kind of, it's kind of, uh, integrated into the beat. So like, and it's very repetitive. Um, so it almost feels like Geraldo broke the song and, and it's awesome. It feels really exciting. It's like, Oh wait, is this still the same song? I'm not sure. I had to look at the, um, place I was listening to it and was like, Oh yeah, it is still the same song. Pretty neat how he explodes it off of, uh, 
the end of that track and just like goes so quick and how he used that that news broadcast against the people that did it in, in a really good way. Yeah, it's cool. Um I mean it feels the the album kind of feels like you're hearing like raw a raw news feed. Like you're actually he- hearing real news as opposed to the um contrasted against he mentions Fox News a bunch of times, like just contrasted against extremely uh, biased, narrow-minded, uh, often racist, or at least uh, fear-based perspectives on uh, crime. Um, so it ends up feeling kind of the in the way that Nas uh, can feel like you're listening to uh, journalism Mm-hmm. Um, Wu Tang has some stuff like that too, where, you know, I don't have direct experience with, um, this kind of neighborhood, this kind of crime, this kind of all the things that go along with it, but you can feel like you're getting insight into it by listening to something that feels this authentic and, um, earnest. He mentioned his cousin, Carl, was that you? he was talking about not to my knowledge, but in my twenties, I blacked out a lot for sure. So <laughs> I might've been involved in some music projects and you might've joined a family that you don't remember. I don't think so. that was me, but I can check. I can do some research. Um, also who's Kung Fu Kenny. That's a nickname for Kendrick. Oh, okay. I was thinking that, um, Kung Fu Kenny was maybe the DJ or the producer of, of the tracks. Because mm-hmm. the one thing that I loved the record, I found it refreshingly weird. Um, he seems like a super weird dude. I feel like I was getting multiple personalities um, in different parts. And the way that the record is produced made me feel disoriented in that way, too. Like you're getting tracks vocal tracks going backwards you're getting them speeding up and slowing down pitch shifting um you're getting like he he's singing in in weird voices like which track was it um i think in lust he's doing some weird like falsetto singing it reminded me of the the type of weird that um did you ever listen to cool keith kind of he's just also like really um unique and like didn't seem to be afraid to to be as weird as he wanted to be like it didn't didn't really fit into kind of rap rap music um the genre like cool keith was kind of like his own it felt like his own genre um and then let's see the something that completely blew my mind was um i saw on the song triple X that it featured you too. And I was like, Oh, even after I heard the song several times, I was like, I guess you too is a, is this rapper like a guest rapper on the track or maybe this, the, he's like an R and B singer. And then took to realize that, and I was planning on making a joke about how the edge played guitar. on the song, <laughs> And then, you know, I read that it's Bono. And that completely blew my mind. Like this dude is so cool that 
he can have Bono on a song and it's good and not embarrassing. Like that is an accomplishment on its own. Yeah. And I think the last time Bono was on a sound, like a, a record, someone else's record, it was the Batman forever soundtrack. <laughs> For real? No, I, I know that he was on there though. <laughs> so yeah, I w- that was really, uh, blew your head off, man. It, it, I'm speechless that Bono was on that record. Um, you're at time, but I'm going to let you go. Cause it's good. Well, I mean, I, I think that's about all I have. It just, um, it was really fun to be exposed to this record and this guy who I thought that I wouldn't like. And it's nice to be proved wrong sometimes. Um, the three songs that I'd want to add to the mix, which by the way, um, Megan was able to find, I had her try to find it again just to make sure that I didn't have something, some weird setting. Wait, she's trying to find the songs of the week mix or just, just the general. Okay. Both of them. And cause remember you said you couldn't find it. I couldn't find yours. Yeah. The songs of the week. She found mine. Megan, help us out when, uh, well, actually, Megan helped us at Yeller tell us, told us about it. She can. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We, we, we cleared that up. Thanks, uh, Megan. Oh, so I want to add DNA, Pride, and Duckworth. DNA, DNA they, is used really effective in the um, last Creed 2 trailer. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Ew. I don't like it. No, it's good. It's used, it's used effectively. It's all about the edit. Well, you said Pride? Yeah. And then Duckworth. Mm-hmm. That was, um, I mean, really, that feels particularly effective, this recommendation, because we can and often do recommend things to each other that that we think uh, is like already in our sort of um, wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. But this one pushed me into <clears throat> into something that I didn't care to even check out. Not because of the genre, just because of the preconceived ideas I had about it. So nice work. Five solid five bugs. Solid. Excellent. I think that you'd be hard pressed to find a contemporary of his who is as effective at using the English language in the way that he does. Yeah, it feels... um, it's exciting. I think I'm, I'm excited to go back into the, I know, uh, to pimp a butterfly was big, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So I'm excited to check that out. Um, yeah, you should, there's a weird at the end of that, there's, they like, they used audio from interviews with Tupac and he has a conversation with Tupac at the end (laughs) and and it's like done in the way that it seems like he's really talking to him and it's, it's kind of trippy. That's really weird and awesome. Yeah. The guy's got good ideas and he's apparently comfortable being a maniac on in the studio. Yeah. I mean, and I think that I, I had hoped that you would see that, and then understand that not all contemporary hip hop is like that. Because when I listen to something, I've heard the kids listen to Post Malone nowadays, and I tried listening to it, and it's like kind of it. It's just I don't understand the appeal of it. I I don't get it, and I don't understand why it's popular. So Post like, Malone, 
yeah, it's like mumbly rap that, and it's like this white guy with a bunch of face tattoos and like a crown of thorns tattoo. And he's like really popular. I don't understand the appeal at all. I'm so, interested. I'm going to check him out. Yeah. So Kendrick is on another level. Yeah. Agreed. Oh, <laughs> um, and I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't write a poem because I felt that would be disrespectful. Yeah. He wrote better ones in there. How are you going to write a poem about a masterful poet? Yeah. That's what Jesus said about gritty. Okay, so all I did was Google online timer and then you can do it on your end for mine. Oh, um, and you don't have to. It's not something I have to download. Nah, dude. Nah, nah, nah. Google's got everything baked in there. Woo. Tell me about that Gouge Away. Gouge Away, I um, started listening to a couple weeks ago. And when we did the episode on Super Unison, I was looking around for other bands that were similar and I found Gouge Away and noticed that they were releasing singles that were going to be on a record. And so when that record came out, I think the day it came out, um, I listened to it a few times at work and got real excited about it. Um, I always want a record like that in uh, the mix and it's hard to find um super aggressive female fronted bands mm-hmm. so okay i started the timer great so this record was one that i started listening to you know how when we do these assignments sometimes it'll take a few days before we start listening or we just don't get around to it until the weekend or you know it this yeah. this i i listened to basically as soon as it was assigned, but it was as I was going for a run, uh, in the white clay Creek state park over here in Delaware. And I went on a, like a trail that I thought was a mile, but it ended up being four and a half miles. And then I missed the exit. So I ended up going halfway around it again. And to start my, my hike off, I was listening to this record and it, it's the perfect speed and intensity for someone who is trying to run at a uh, 10 minute mile pace, but also at 26 minutes, it's fast enough where after it was over, I had figured I had run about all I needed to. And that's when I started jogging, but I still got lost anyway. But, uh, that was my first encounter with this. Are you still in the woods? I'm in the woods. So I got lost, but it ended up being, I think the perfect way for me to first listen to that. And then I saw a deer and then it just felt really serendipitous and uh, <laughs> felt like it was meant to be. And you know, a deer just sit there and go, Oh, they look at you. Did you pr- try to put your AirPods in the deer's ears? In the deer's nose or ears? No, but you I like, do have a this song I'm listening to. Hey, you're going to like grab it. I do have a fantasy about like riding a deer into town and like busting into a grocery store and everyone's like, Oh my God, he tamed the deer. (laughs) What would town be? Like, I guess here it would be Zingo's. I would go into Zingo's. Everyone would be like, Oh my God, he did it finally. (laughs) Um, So let me talk about the lyric search because I'm trying to give every record that I listen to a good, uh, one of the listens through while reading the lyrics, because I think it's a good way to gain insight into 
what that person's going through or what they care about or what they're uh, wanting to, to talk about through their music. This one was difficult. I couldn't get anything on their Bandcamp or the band's website or on Death Wish's website. And then finally, you know how last time I I'd found stuff on Genius.com or on pictures of the vinyl? I finally, I saw a picture of the vinyl opened up on Death Wish and I could see that the lyrics were there, but I, I didn't buy it obviously this week. I would like to, but the picture wasn't high res enough for me to zoom in. And then finally... Know, uh, I found out today by accident that there's a genius.com feature on Spotify where um, notes, some lyrics come up and then like notes about the songs also pop up. It's like pop up video. Pop up video. I did see that, um, but only on, some, only on some songs on Spotify yeah, while I'm listening. That makes sense. Yeah. They don't have information on everything. Yeah. Um, so finally, I went to. Deathwish's YouTube channel and I saw that they had put most of the songs out on their channel and the lyrics for those songs were in the YouTube description so I finally oh, got what I was looking for. That's cool. So, yeah, so a lot of the themes that because I'd read that their lyrics were um there was a lot of social commentary on the things that were going on or things that they've, you know, causes that they felt strongly about. Mm-hmm. Um so that piqued my interest, but I didn't see that when I was reading from this one which I eventually found, which I'll talk about. But on this record, the themes that I encountered um, by reading the lyrics were paranoia, fear, feeling invisible, unnoticed, unappreciated, regret, the passage of time, feeling like you're you're kind of wilting away. Um, and addiction kind of themes of that felt apparent in some of the lyrics. So I think that's uh, always... Good things to yell about. Good thing to yell about, yeah, but always worth trying to find the lyrics because I, I think you get more out of it that way. Did um did Albini record this one? No, I think it. From what I read, it was somebody who rec- had recorded other Deathwish artists, and oh. it wasn't super unison. I don't think it. it was another artist on the label. But I'm I'm interested in exploring the the roster now just because of the two that I've yeah. Me too. I don't. I don't really know um, much about who else is on there. Yeah, I don't either. I know there's one called Cult Leader, and I listened to it for a second. It sounded like the guy f- from the. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> Crash Test Dummies. Yeah, Crash Test Dummies. He had a voice like that, and it was kind of like almost really slow and Nick Cave-ish, mm. almost. But uh, so I'm, I'll I'll check it out. But I also got into the first record from gouge away just from you know enjoying this one so it's comma space dies and i don't know how else to say that um but and for whatever reason point well this one was easier for me to discern the lyrics just by listening to it because the other one i had to actually even though i listened a few times i couldn't really hear what she was saying um but this is the one where they actually are are really delving into the social commentary and talking about things that they deem um, worth talking about like animal cruelty things like that uh does our garbage president come up i didn't hear that as of yet but um i took one of the songs f- from that record for songs of the week which we'll talk about later but talk about talk about uh i thought the production was great at first i thought it I thought they recorded everything live together, but then other songs, it sounded like that would have been tricky or maybe they layered other effects and uh, 
like droney repetitive noises on over it. Um, there's some light keyboard that makes an appearance on the song stray slash burnt sugar. Um, some spoken word over bass lines that I thought was used really effectively backup vocals were used really effectively. Um, <clears throat> the illustration on the cover art is pretty cool. Uh, it's, it's like a ink, you know, what are those, what are those Rorschach tests? Oh where yeah. You see the, but it's two pit bull looking dogs that are trying to go and reach somebody, bite somebody's little finger off. But depending on how you look at it, it's kind of like those seeing eye things where you might see something else, but they use that negative space. Is it negative space or dead space effectively? I don't know. What's that design term? <laughs> yeah, you, you had it. It's negative. Negative. Don't be negative about it. Um, yeah, it's cool. I'm looking at the image now. It's cool. Yeah, it's neat. Um, they're from Florida. Thought that was worth pointing out. Uh, I don't know. Fort Lauderdale. I have a friend down there. Uh, Ex-Hokkaido concern. Oh, no shit. Is that on the Gulf side or the ocean side? Um, I believe it's on the ocean side. Oh, that's it. Okay. I that's can't. it. I'm not sure about that. I know that Lee, who lives there, works on boats, but I guess he could do that in the bay or in the ocean. Yeah, when I was thinking about like what what was that like growing up or you know being part of a any kind of a music scene in Florida that's not like Will Smith "Welcome to Miami" in the '90s in Miami. I don't know, and maybe Pensacola ha- has a cool or had a cool scene too. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I know nothing about it, but it's it's interesting to learn about the backgrounds of, of bands that you're enjoying. So, uh, yeah. maybe they, they got upset about the way that the, the voter, uh, debacle of the 2000 election, maybe that had some effect on them and they decided to start playing music after that. Maybe, maybe that's what was the catalyst for them. I don't know. Our alligators. <laughs> Could have been alligators. I know I'm starting a band about the LaCroix, controversy insecticide yeah yes you should so there's some standout tracks that i want to add um hey mercy really a lot happening in these in that song it's under two minutes and most of the songs on this album are um hey mercy is very high energy and catchy subtle thrill two different speeds in this song which i thought was really fun (laughs) what's happening right now Sorry, I started. <laughs> I started listening to it. <laughs> what? <laughs> the song you were talking about I was just like oh. I, I need to. <laughs> I need to know about that right now. And I press play. And <clears throat> sorry. Oh, I don't remember the song <laughs> being that funny. I'm gonna have to re-listen it's to not it. Funny. It's just. It was funny that I was listening to it really loud in headphones, and you couldn't hear it. You're hurting my feelings. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. That's all right. I just, I'm in an emotional place right now. We're trying to. I appreciate you and I respect you. Well, in that song, they start singing hurt is a commodity, the backup vocals first, and then the main vocals together. And that's how I feel right now, based on the way <laughs> you just responded. <laughs> and then the last oh, song I want to add is, is ghost. It's okay. It's a, uh, I really like this kind of steady driving bass line and the way she starts singing over that and then how that song kind of builds on itself. Um, so those are the three. The um, the way that Dissociation, the seventh track, is 
spelled out is interesting. Yeah, it is. I, I don't know how they do that without just hitting the space bar a bunch of times and then they're like, we got it, guys. <laughs> but the first three letters, no space, D-I-S, and then the rest association is all spaced out. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Like, I'm waiting for you to give me something that I don't really like enough to get five, <laughs> but I gave this five bugs in there. So sorry. Ooh. Sorry, Sarah, if you're hoping I would, you know, give a solid three, which I haven't given less than a four yet, but I, I really like this. Is she hoping uh, that? What is she trying? She just wants more variety in the, because everything's so positive. We're too positive all the time, but I'm sorry. I'm not trying to get, I don't want to actively give you something I don't think you're going to like, you know? She's probably going to somehow insert a rift into our relationship so that there's some drama on the podcast. She probably told you to listen to the songs while I was talking. So you'd start laughing. <laughs> she did. Thanks, Sarah. Uh, I went slightly over my time, but I, I didn't do a haiku. Not because, uh, because Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Because Kendrick Lamar. And I, I found, uh, the lyrics from God Jue to be quite poetic as well. Not as much as Kendrick, I can say, but, um, still enjoyable, still worth seeking and reading. I wonder uh, if, because last week you're, um, you really nailed the haiku. I'm wondering if you're afraid that you have like um, sophomore slump situation. Nah, nah, I'm, I'm not afraid of that. And I'll just do one now. I'll think of it. Right, right. <laughs> so close to that. Whoa, slow down before you go there. You shouldn't do it. <laughs> also good. I um, stand corrected. You know, last week when you did your haiku afterward, I, I thought it was great. And afterward you said, get it. And I, I didn't actually get it. But I thought on its own, without getting it, it was still a good haiku. Are you saying that you get it now? No, I still don't get it. Oh, that's the best poetry, in my opinion, where you, it requires you to think long after the artist is gone. I figured that's what you were doing. Fire! Ah! <laughs> Was it because of um, there's a track on the record called Barn Burner? Maybe. I don't know. On the Harvey Milk record, I mean. I don't want to give anything away, but I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> You're not going to explain it to me? I, no, I don't think okay. I will. Okay. Maybe if if there's a lull in the conversation at the show we went to yesterday, maybe you can explain. There wasn't. Uh, there wasn't. That show was great. Everybody talked for hours. I remember now. Uh, it was really funny when that the guy at the merch table was yelling at the other person, and then they spilled all that um, Merlot. Haha. <laughs> oh, which show were you at? Yowler with you and Sarah and <laughs> Megan. Wasn't that fun? It's funny. I don't, <clears throat> I don't remember that happening. It was really loud in there. I don't know. It was at the, Mo the Mocha. Remember the, that place? Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> St stay gritty, Steve. Okay. <laughs> about song of the week songs of the week 
Go for it. Songs of the week. Um, I would like to add a song from a record that came out yesterday, I think, or today. I don't know. Very recently. Um, Okay. Cursive put out a record. And I've been listening to... There's been some singles out. And uh, they're all really good. But the record's called Vitriola. Um, And... I'm going to add a song called It's Gonna Hurt. Good stuff. And I've only heard the three singles so far because I just saw that the whole record was put up right before we got on the podcast. Well, that's a nice treat after this. You can settle down. and Yeah. I mean, I probably won't tonight because I... um you're feeling the effects of insecticide. <laughs> yeah. It's like, <clears throat> it's similar to when I um, got bit up a bunch of time by a monitor lizard in that apartment building in uh, Newark, Delaware. That shit's so fucked up. Have you ever seen the illustration of the crime scene? Yeah, it was on the TV show. Yeah, that's no good. But that guy had it coming, honestly. You can't be doing that. I know, and he was bragging about it. <laughs> I mean, I... I'm sad for him, but I would have bit him too if I was a lizard. Right? I know. Yeah, but for real, um, I'm gonna get into this tomorrow. Probably not tonight. Send it on over on Slack tomorrow. Oh well. Um, what are you adding? I as I said, got into the other Gadgeway full length comma space dies. I'm sorry, Gadgeway, that's how I'm gonna say that. I don't understand. Uh <laughs> the song Uproar, I'm gonna add, it's this is the one about animal cruelty, but the one right before that too is kind of like a, it's not a filler, but it's a person talking about animal cruelty, just like in a speaking voice. I don't, it must be a sample. And then the instrumentation builds at the very end and then it goes right into uproar. So that's what I'm adding. But you want both? No, but the, the listeners, if they choose to listen to that, should listen to the, the song before it until every cage is empty. Uproar it is. I hope that you listen to it. What, me? And find, find it. I don't know. Listen to that <laughs> playlist. I, I did uh, a couple times so far. And it's, it's nice to check back on it once we've added a couple more weeks of songs. Yeah, I think that we have an impressive, enjoyable playlist here on, for both of them. And just like the... The ones that we pick from each assignment too. That's it's a nice like almost fifty track playlist. Yeah, we um we really need to get a website up so that we can link to it. That'd be an <clears> easy <throat> <Sarah>. way. <laughs> I agree. Sarah said that she was going to work on that, but we're pretty busy right now trying to find a place to live. Yeah. Well, once you buy a house, um, maybe she'll have a five or six minutes and we we agree that the the domain is going to be stakeready.org i'm down i i already bought that coincidentally (laughs) oh well i got i got stakeready.xxx just to make sure no one takes that too wait is that an extension now yeah it is for sure what it's not a joke learn something new but don't go to it for sure So let's talk about next week. Oh, next week. Um, last week we high on fire came up and they put a record out. Um, 
last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was thinking that would be a good record for you. Um, high on, on fire is high the on, band. <clears throat> high on fire is the band. Um, the record's called electric Messiah. 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 Cool. I know nothing about that band at all. And I sound even cooler talking about the name of it. Oh, you know, what's a, a cool coincidence is, um, last week you listened to Harvey milk who for that record had X Melvin's, uh, bass player, Harvey milk, guitar player, Joe Preston, Joe Preston was also, I don't know if he was officially in high on fire, but he did tour with them. And I saw a show where, uh, he was their bass player. And he also starred in footloose with Kevin Bacon. (laughs) Is there somebody named Joe Preston in that movie? No, I just, I was connecting him to Kevin Bacon because you can, but that's neat. It's cool when you, and you make those connections with bands you enjoy. Hurt, hurt commodity carl hurt is a commodity just like that's the new Lacroix flavor <laughs> <laughs> oh that's fucked up sorry Lacroix, i support you um for you uh i'd like you to listen to a band called the schizophonics and the album land of the living it's only on Bandcamp. oh i'm not doing that okay schizophonics land of the living yep i like this only on Bandcamp. it feels exclusive they have s- some stuff on spotify but uh this album is not are these Michiganders? No, they're my friends in San Diego. Um, they kind of started out when my friends and I had a, a band, but they have grown to be one of the most well-respected and well-known bands in San Diego of late in that scene. And they have toured with John Reese from Rocket from the Crypt. Um, when I think it was for Drive Like Jehu on that tour, but they've... Oh. they've they continue to do bigger and better things. And it's cool to see people that, you know, go through a process like that. They're kind of like, uh, they draw comparisons to like MC five ish, like Iggy pop type performances, but it's like kind of, I wouldn't say garage rock, like fuzzy. I don't know. You you'll see, but, but take a look and, and watch their live performances a couple if you have, cause it's really an experience. I wonder if I could have seen them. Cause I saw, um, drive like Jehu on that recent tour. Really? Yeah, but I don't remember an opener. It's possible maybe I didn't catch the opener. Ah, damn it. You know what? When they played, I think at Mocha too, um, and I didn't remember to tell you to go see them because this was when we were still in Michigan, but you should have. I think they're going to play in Baltimore this fall, so we'll, we should go. All right, I'll take a road trip. Yeah, I don't want the fact that they're my friends to hold you back if you, for some reason have a problem with it, but I'll tell them. And then I think like, don't be rude. I already, I was very clear at the top of the episode that I was born a hater and there's nothing I can do about it. It's just the way God made me. You mean gritty. Okay. Time is produced by Sarah Taylor Cummings. Our intro and outro music is provided by the Hokkaido Concern from Newark, Delaware. Pizza eating. They hang their coats up on coat racks just like everyone else. They know how to use irons. If you want to follow us on social, Carl is at Carl Grashit. Is that across all 
platforms, all channels. Yep, all of them. C A R L G R A T I O T. And on Twitter, I made my display name Scarl slashed it. Get it? Get it? I'm at Hairfort on Instagram. And if you want to leave us a review, that'd be a nice thing to do. You'd feel good about doing a nice thing. And five, just five star that, no big deal. It's the only option. <clears throat> it's the only option. I mean, are you going to really live your life or you're going to go around hating things like Steve does? Hurt is a commodity. Don't be a hater. We support you, LaCroix. Say <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Only one being poisoned during this recording.